The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Uh, hey, ReviewParty.com, we got a podcast to tell you about. Um, I'm Brent. I'm Matt. They're here, ReviewParty.com. It said so on the title. You clicked on it. Maybe you didn't see that it's a comedy podcast. It is. That whips up the comedy from internet reviews from places like Amazon, Google, Target.com, TripAdvisor.com. All of them. All of them. All them suckers. We're real sucker status. Think of someone in your life who's got sucker status. Someone from your past <laughs> who's a total dork rod sucker. You go through your Facebook and you scroll in the timeline and and you just see sort of Looney Tunes-esque. Not, instead, of, instead of profile <laughs> pictures, you just see <laughs> suckers. Cartoon sucker after sucker. What gets me is when the Facebook algorithm serves you a sucker, right? (laughs) There's the people you see a bunch of. Like, my wall is just, like, the five funny dudes I knew from high school and college who post a lot on Facebook for some reason. But they're (laughs) supplying good memes and funny content and shares, so Mm -hmm. I like it a lot, and it shows me more, and I kind of have a good relationship there. But every now and then they'll be like, oh, we got to show the size something. Uh, maybe he'll like, uh, let's see, uh, Freakazoid Jones. We haven't showed them a, him a post uh, for Freakazoid Jones in six and a half years. Let's see if he how he reacts to that and he throw up a Looney Tune character. Got a bit of a stoner beard going on there. <laughs> got a bit of a shaggy situation. I have the choice of whether to grow a beard or not. He had one choice and that's shave his beard. And he said, um, <laughs> he, this hypothetical Looney Tune. Sucker. You know, would you call Daffy Duck a sucker? Uh, sometimes he's a sucker, yeah. Yeah. But I love him far too affectionately to I say do. that in a mean way. Like I was just saying about this hypothetical sucker that Matt showed me. Um, I have a review, or do you want to start this week? By all means, uh, please. Start. Um, this is one... Uh, just a ridiculous one to start uh, from last week that didn't make it because oh, no. we were gabbing too long, imagine. <laughs> from Amazon, we got the Yamcopter. The Yamacopter. Okay. The Yamacopter original novelty kippa with a spinning propeller. The perfect Jewish gift for Hanukkah and more black. It is a Yamaka with a funny little propeller on it. Okay. It's got the classic kind of black and navy, but it's also got the uh the cartoon rainbow <laughs> propeller version. Okay. If you really want a little Tweedledee esque. Tyler Beck's titles their review. This Yamacopter saved my life. They write. It was a late night, and I was minding my own business walking home. I turned down a dark alley and could hear the faint sound of Kanye's music playing in the distance. Oh, boy. As I walked further, I heard the music growing louder. Finally, I could make out some figures, and they were running towards me. One of them had a knife, and they pinned me against the wall. They said they wanted 
all my money and threatened my life. Just when I thought all hope was gone, my Yamakopter started spinning rapidly and emitting a glow that got quickly brighter. There was a flash and a boom. All of a sudden, Jesse Eisenberg, Ben Sharpio, and Drake appeared out of nowhere. Who knew Drake was Jewish? <laughs> Everyone was shocked, and my assailants fled. This was my first experience with a supernatural phenomenon from an Amazon product, but I owe my life to this company. Five out of five would recommend five stars. Okay, that... I, I was expecting... I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> Flash of light, I was expecting Jewish space lasers references to start popping up, and that that the space lasers vaporized these random knife wielders. Mm. Uh, I think that's may, honestly a missed opportunity. I'm mean, just going to be a little writerly here. There should have been more. It should have been less of... Uh, Jewish, uh, Jewish heroes, heroes, <laughs> Jewish folk heroes. <laughs> yeah, it should have been some sort of space laser. Really, would yeah, have I want that new age, that new age Jewish folklore. Yeah, I, I kind of thought the Yamakopter in and of itself, there, the, the helicopter, you know, helicopter Yamaka plus, yeah, powerful Jewish faith equals some sort of Inspector Gadget flight uh. device. <laughs> See, initially, I thought maybe it would just, like, you, you grab that blade off the top and you can use it as a weapon, but mm. the review just continued continued to climb higher and higher as it jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know... What? I don't know. <laughs> I think it leaned into some stereotypes on, on, on both sides. I was a little afraid of the Kanye name drop, but then I remembered... Oh yeah, Kanye was a vocal Nazi. Was a vocal That's right. was a vocal anti-Semite for a time. <laughs> a time that was not so far away. A time that allegedly is over, but a time I that I in my heart of hearts do not believe is over. I don't think so. Yes, and when I remember that I thought, oh yeah, we can we can fucking do some Kanye digs here. <laughs> yeah, we can pretend that neo Nazis listen to Kanye West. That's fucking cool. And then we can have magical objects. To fight these bad, bad people. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Kanye. They didn't say if uh, if I I am not of Jewish faith or national origin. Mm -hmm. You think I, the Yamakopter would work for me as a Jewish ally? Or do you have to like just believe strong enough? Yeah, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe rabbis and media are often portrayed as very laid back about their faith yeah. and how people yeah. celebrate it, right? Yeah, I, they are. I think. I think. A, uh, <laughs> this is. <laughs> I don't want to put words in any rabbi's mouth, but <laughs> you know, maybe leave a comment or something if you think if they're kosher. That you yeah, if you means. think it'd be cool if I used the yamakopter for <laughs> various miraculous deeds, just you know, for my own research. And amusement. Uh, speaking of amusements, <laughs> I've got a Google review for Six Flags Over Texas. It's a theme park. I don't know if you heard of it. We got a we got a cooler one. Actually, I don't know. Texas one, might, I'm sure, is cooler. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we can. Well, we'll we'll make our decision based entirely upon this one Google review that I found <laughs> from Ben Farsley. Ben writes, overall, horrible experience. The whole park smelled like a zoo. 
Water is not easily accessible during 105 degree weather, and when it is, it's $4.50 for a bottle. $25 parking is absurd, and the rides are all greasy. <laughs> all food is nasty and fried. My friend ordered Dippin' Dots last summer and found a damn fingernail in it. No. A fingernail. Great caricatures by Darnell, though. One star. There's no freaking fingernails in Dippin' Dots. That was an ice chip or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dippin' Dots got to be made in some factory somewhere. I, no, I they them. literally come in like like fucking uh, individually wrapped fruit snack esque plastic it's packages now. Or like, you know, I don't even have to say fruit snack like ice cream comes in. You know those plastic little little cup thing. Yeah, there's no fingernail there, bro. That was an ice chip for real, and. <laughs> <laughs> the rides are greasy. greasy. The rides are greasy. No, I... Maybe it's you who's greasy? Is that what you're going to say? Did they see, like, some joint or some, like, thing on the roller coaster track that had, like, oil? Some kind of grease on mm-hmm. it, as those That's mechanical things do? Functional, functional grease. Functional <laughs> grease. Yeah, yeah, there needs to be some grease on the rides, or else the, the friction will blow up the steel and you will die. <laughs> so I hope they weren't talking about that. I hope the seat, the seating, and the the safety Ugh. harnesses were not greasy. Although it is in Texas, and I'm sure it's very hot. I'm sure, yeah, 105 degrees. So he says. I'm sure they got to keep up with the you know degreasing the seats to some extent. I I just try not to think about things like that. I mm. guess. About the grease. <laughs> About the grease factor, functional or <laughs> non-functional. You're kind of an ostrich of the gr- functional grease of the world. <laughs> There's going to be grease. I'm going to I'm gonna come into contact with it at some point. <laughs> but you can't waste your time worrying about it. No, you're spending a lot of money to go to Six Flags. You just pretend you're not touching the grease for, for a minute. God, maybe, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but... <laughs> the the trip i don't know a, a few years ago when i went to six flags and i discovered the sheer <laughs> juvenile joy <laughs> that came from farting whilst riding the superman coaster <laughs> the one that makes you you know look down at the ground as if you are superman right you're kind of hard you're hanging in there like you're superman <laughs> flying around <laughs> that's already cool but add in the factor that now you're propelled by your own farts right <laughs> And my mind, Greece was not even in, in consideration. Greece was probably there, part of the function. But my mind was like, this is the most fun I've had. <laughs> a, a guilty it, pleasure our ancestors yeah. could never understand. They would never understand or appreciate it. Are they going to jump off cliffs while they're fighting mammoths? <laughs> yeah, you know, those farts are, are, are functional, much like the functional Greece. The, the <laughs> farting while you're the evacuating gas out of your bowels while plummeting <laughs> to do a killing blow upon a mammoth you know you that's just sort of a you got you need you know you're not worried <laughs> about controlling that right now there's there's so much else to worry about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that these farts are gonna fly and you won't even know or acknowledge it you're a caveman your little your little loincloth cloth is flapping <laughs> in the wind free cheeks 
<laughs> no one will even know. The, the, the stench of death is about to be in the air. What difference that warm it heat, the, the, the spirit blood leaving the mammoth is just hotter and steamier than any little... Right. Any little... <laughs> any little <laughs> yeah, sort of the, the mist. You can see the, the soul <laughs> evacuating the mammoth's corpse. That's going to cover any <laughs> fart situation that's going on for sure. It would be uncouth to worry about. <laughs> um, I got a review. Mm-hmm. This is from Amazon for the skills. Star kick, hands-free, adjustable solo soccer trainer. Fits ball, sizes three, four, and five. It's a waistband you put around with a bungee cord on it that you attach to a ball. Ugh. You kick the ball, the ball comes back. Boy, oh, boy. John S. Vine Voice titles their review. Great training aid for kids and coaches for kicking and receiving slash trapping the ball. I originally purchased this for my daughter to help get her kick right. I also purchased one pack of bicycle flags for the target. I took the flags and placed them in the ground at different angles, so the flag part is two feet, four feet from the ground. Then had her stand back far enough, and she could aim and try to hit the targets. This had really improved her kicking and knowing where she had to position herself and her foot to get the ball where it needed to be. This works so great. I purchased three more to keep in my coach's bag and now I have my team use them during practices. The training itself, I would say, is more geared for youth. The waistband does not go around my waist and I usually wear 32 or 33 waist and jeans. (laughs) For my youth U11 team... They work great with lots of room left over if needed. So far, the elastic is held up very well, and I have not had any fraying or damage at all. Yes, they will twist up almost immediately, but that does not really hurt anything while using them. I always straighten them out and expect them every practice to ensure no issues are arising. These also help for learning how to receive the ball and trap it. Like I tell my kids, the harder you kick, the quicker and harder it will be coming right back at you, so be prepared. (laughs) Overall, these are great for any soccer player looking to improve their skills. A quick and easy way to get more touches. Five stars. Yo, touch me, bro. Touch me. Get the touch. Touch. Good touch. Soft touch. Good touch. Soft touch. Hot touch. Cold touch. Touch. Touch touch. me. Touch. I had teammates who would say, touch me. Touch me. Jason, don't, don't, don't say it like that. Don't don't think, don't even think about it like that. Touch. No, just say just say, say here. yo. Just say here. Here, yo, big dog. That I'd react to that much better on the field. Someone could bring approaches me with that energy. Big dog. Big dog. Big uh, dog. I'm cooking over here. I would get that ball to that location immediately. Hey, I'm pitching a tent over here. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting up above. I'm wide open all day. Hey, I got my third limb going over here. My third eye <laughs> is too. opened over here, brother. Yeah, uh, I'm feeling like boy, I'm feeling like a piranha plant for Mario 64, my guy. Kick it over here. Jump, jump. Give me. Give, use your big kick. If someone's told me use my big kick, <laughs> you know, I would be I'd be like, oh, you know about my big kick? Maybe I should pass it to you. You've you've noticed my big my, my big kick? My big kick, yes. Reverse psychology if you want more touches on the field. Yeah, I mean, to to have a good foot, to have that boot do what you want it to, that is a 
that is a skill. Some people some people are born with it. Some people don't have it, and they lean back and they boot the ball over the goal. They chip that. Oh, well, you whiffed on that one. Nice whiff. Right over the right right over the goal. Nice whiff, yeah. Jason. Jason, why don't you go floss with the elastic from your socks, you weirdo? (laughs) (laughs) True story. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, I can't help but feel like, and maybe that's just my perspective as the type of soccer player that I am, (laughs) but I can't help but feel that this would be punishment to have to stand around and kick this thing that is attached to my my body. There's a a certain um, harness, child harness feel to the... The elastic waistband bungee cord situation. Yeah, I remember seeing seeing soccer teams do drills where they got the the parachute harness thing. Mm. I, where you got to run I, with I, the parachute on, right? Yeah, I don't even know if I'm there. Like that's <laughs> that's a different like. Mm, well, let us bring out the equipment, shall we? Right, like you're. Oh, you're not getting enough from just running around. You're 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 you've mastered the whole running around thing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of need to get more out of that running around stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's probably just just playing soccer where I played soccer, being the type of unskilled but but quick and not afraid to body up player. Yeah, playing in the mud, in the trenches, as they say. I'm in the trenches. I'm slide tackling like it's allowed. Okay, <laughs> you're you're just hosing out the mustard gas. I'm hosing these boys. With everything my my tiny frame can can throw at, and that's why when you wanted the ball, you would shout, "I'm ready to hose." <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying, "Touch me, touch me, give me touch." <laughs> I like touch, touchy, touchy. <laughs> like me, touch me. No, no, no. I say, give. What if a guy's it's running a- down the field behind you? You know, you got two men on you. He's got no men on him, and he says, uh, and he says. Come on, 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 <laughs> touch me, babe. Do, 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 do. Then, I don't know, then that might be the exception to the rule. I'd feel pretty inspired, yeah, to, <laughs> to, to give him touch. <laughs> what? Okay, what if a guy, you know, you had 17 men on you and he was running free. He come up behind you. He says, hurt me and then touch me so oh, I can no. get a... Uh, Soccer goal. I think then you. That's also an exception. Yeah. Do they say touch in uh, in the bad touch? Mm, I'm, I don't, I'm not read up on my bad touch enough lately. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, I, if somebody were singing that song, though, I would definitely pass them the ball. Sure. Yeah. That just goes to show you, soccer players sing more songs on the field. That's. The British fans got it right, but the soccer the soccer players gotta gotta do it. That's the next evolution. Gotta do it from pitch level. <laughs> they call it It'd the pitch the, for the reason. Pitch, pitch for there it is. It's right there. It was there the whole time. Uh, we did it. All right, so we just solved comedy. We're gonna take a little break. Uh, yeah, we are. We'll be back with uh, more solved comedy. Sploosh. touch me. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? 
on my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbody.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to... Uh, when owners attack. You know it by now. You know. Sounds of cougars, sounds of pumas, jungle cats in general. Jungle cats are not unlike restaurant owners. Uh, or sometimes the, the customers who then go on to leave weird reviews. When owners attack, it's the segment where we find reviews in which owners usually of, like, privately owned, it's their livelihood, businesses, respond to the Google and or Yelp reviews that consumers, customers, or fraudsters leave on their businesses. And because it is a near and dear thing to their heart, it's their pride, their joy, their baby, sometimes those owner responses have a bit of, have a bit of flavor. Maybe it's more flavor than, than what they're serving on the menu, <laughs> or... Maybe it's it's seasoned just right, and it's just it's the salt in the eyes of of those scandalous reviewers. We we never really know who uh, whose side we're gonna come down on. That's the fun. Some sometimes everybody sucks. Sometimes yeah, sometimes both sides are coming <laughs> down on. Sometimes it's a, it's touching it from all angles, folks. So today I have a special one uh, that I, that I wrote a whole big old blog about. You can go read it. On our blog at reviewparty.com.com. Check out the website. Check out the blog. Check out the blue. Mm, uh, mm, mm. And maybe you've seen Google reviews memed out there on the interwebs of this place. I know I've seen them on Instagram. Uh, it's a little place called Gaetano's Cheese Steaks. And it's notable because the owner doesn't seem to hold back with what he is saying in, in the review responses. So let me just, uh, I'll just, I'm going to go down in the way I have my blog organized, uh, which actually starts with CC Concy's review that reads, food is really nice and comes at a good price. Most delicious cheesesteaks I've had in a long time. Keep it up. Smiley face. One star. (laughs) Response from owner says, hmm, a delicious cheesesteak at a good price should be five stars or at least four. Your stars do not reflect your review. We'll chalk it up to a technical problem, smiley face. So, like, uh, that's, hey, that's something. That's a, it's, there's some life in there. There's some life in there. I did try and look around to find responses to, to five-star reviews. I couldn't find any of those. Uh, I found responses to ones, obviously. I think there was a three or a couple of threes that I saw. But, uh, obviously... You're gonna be fighting at the uh, at those winners, those those review bombers. So here's one that's not even. It's, there's no review. It's just a mere one star rating from Jack. <laughs> Response from owner: Your last name must be Hoff, Jack. <laughs> Do you get it? Does everybody get it? I think I get it. <laughs> we appreciate making the cut on your quote burner account for one star reviews and ratings since you are too cowardly to use your real name. Seriously, find a bridge and jump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> assumed. <laughs> <laughs> 
some assumed want for anonymity is enough to you know justify commanding someone to commit suicide i you know yeah. rain rain fire down on them but I, honestly I, I guess so <laughs> sometimes I, I hate to say it but sometimes when people use just like super uh, maybe it's i don't know if it's folksy or just like it's i don't want to say blue collar type insults but i remember reading an article about a lawyer who, who was representing somebody who had done something terrible and the lawyer didn't have a comment the only comment the lawyer had was pound sand. <laughs> There's something about that type of that type of response. I think I did see a review that said kick rock, uh, a response from Gitanos. There's a deliberacy to insulting in that way. Like I am just – there's a <laughs> these days it's not a nice thing to insult people. So when you're just not only insulting them, you, you got a little special phrase to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's some panache, some little garnish. A lost uh, art, is what you're saying. Yeah, I appreciate some I, – I say this in the blog and I'll say it right now. There's some effort that goes into Gaetano's responses. Here's a one-star rating, also no review, from Morgan Bouvier. And Google translated the response from French. So <laughs> the owner wrote a review response in French to this person, <laughs> which translated to English reads, Listen here, shithead. You live in France. You have never eaten here. Quit the internet and earn a living. Go eat some snails and macarons, you white flag, by giving up the frog. Something might be lost in translation there. Uh, I, uh, I I like hating on French on France as much as the next guy, you know. I, I fuck with some fan, France hatred. Why not? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Why not? But my mom's maiden name is French. I... Oh. <laughs> I, you know, what if I, if I went by my, I'm not French at all, really. I, I'm a, I'm a cold-blooded American. Yeah. That is a wild assumption to make about someone based on their last name in the country where people be yeah, from everywhere. Potentially, he went and looked at the other reviews that this person had. I don't know that I still oh, have it. So, uh, I, then I take it back. If there was some, some research done to assure that person. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give the give Gaetano's the benefit of the doubt because there were other instances where it was clear they did research on the people. <laughs> uh, but as the flip side of the coin to that you haven't been here response, here's a review from Siddharth Bayana. Man, I live in India and haven't been to your place ever. Heck, I'm a vegetarian. Even still, your responses to the one-star reviewers are awesome, dude. I found out about you on some Reddit thread today and then ended up spending some odd 20 to 30 minutes reading your responses. Way to go, five stars. That did not get a response. Okay. I, you, you, can't, you can't cry boo at the people who haven't been there and are leaving one stars mm. and just accept the people who haven't been there and, and are like, all right, rock on, brother. So this is your first nit to pick the uh that's a that's a nit there's pick, an inconsistency yeah. there that you know yeah demands a little disrespect perhaps yeah um but I'll, I'll move on here here's an actual review from don decoder went there and absolutely hated it seems like the people aren't too happy to serve you there entirely too expensive for the average cheesesteak i've had better cheesesteaks from delicatessens not to mention the cook doesn't wear gloves sick emoji sick emoji vomit emoji vomit emoji uh, response from owner, ha ha ha, oh Donald, calm down and keep your mask on. If it's just an average cheesesteak, how could you hate it so much? 
I'm sure you've had better intimate relations with barnyard animals versus a real woman, too. I guess it's probably hard to tell the difference in your case. Your dad should have worn a love glove. Hey, Don Decoder, great fake name, by the way, decode this. And then there's a series of uh, binary code, which if, if I'm remembering right, yeah, I wrote it on the blog here, translates to go fuck yourself. Uh, I mean, you could. So that's effort. That's effort. There, there's a cute little, little thing, but you could do better than that, man. Because uh, demanding that a chef wears a cook wears glove is uh, is kind of a wild, unreasonable respect at, uh, request at some restaurants. If they're washing those hands, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can cook with them hands. People be cooking with their hands at home. If, That's true. If, but if you're washed, it's perfectly sanitary. No, there no need to make an out of left field mask dig. You know, there there's yeah. other there's yeah. other directions in that world line where that that disc could have been so much more. It got lost in the it got lost in the weeds for me. Got lost in the reeds. Okay, so there are more, but uh, I want to I want to kind of get to the to the meat of this steak. So I'll I'll just read one more of these segments. Uh, these from this set, I'll say this is a review from Gerard Casal. The steak sandwich was the worst I ever had. I ordered a cheese steak with peppers, onions, mushrooms, and hot peppers. It had no cheese on it, and you could not even find the onions, peppers, and mushrooms. And the lady who was on the phone and cooking them was not a customer service friendly. (laughs) I've been in the restaurant business for 30 years, and unbelievable with this ranking that I saw on the paper. That's why I went there. I will not return. I tried to reach them today. They're off. Really terrible, and I hate to even (laughs) put this on the review, but for $20, it wasn't worth $10. One star. Response from owner. We are so sorry we did not measure up to your Michelin star worthy 30 year restaurant career, (laughs) mopping floors and bussing tables. We have been making what most people and publications consider a high quality cheesesteak for only 18 years, clearly falling more than a decade short of your storied career. Our steaks are loaded with toppings and cheese without question, but for such a decorated restaurant veteran, nothing we did could measure up to your lofty standards. You did break a cardinal rule in attempting to bash us here rather than sort it out with us directly. You should have known that, Jer, since you're in the biz. Thank you for letting us know how terrible we are and that you will not return. Doesn't look like you will ever get elected to the school board either. 6% of the vote in three elections? (laughs) That's barely more than the write-ins. Ouch. Probably shouldn't be around children with those low polling numbers. Really terrible that you had to do that, and I hate to even put this on the review, but your mother should have swallowed you. Dang. Okay. Okay. He cooked there. He cooked there. I'll <laughs> yeah. give him that one. He cooked there. Uh, but I'm gonna call. Call. Hang on now. Again, because I did the same thing and googled Gerard, and I found his Ballotpedia page, and my man pulled like six percent. Uh, when the write-in votes got point three six percent. Okay. So he did all right compared to those write-ins. Sure. 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 Uh, but the diss. The di- the dis was there. It's a hot dis. That's a hot dis. There's a hot dis. I gotta. Here's the thing. Admit. There, uh, there are hundreds of these reviews and review responses on Google. Makes you wonder, does it not? What things look like on Yelp? Mm. I found three review responses on all of the Yelp reviews. Three total. They were all from the year 2015, mm. and they all have a common theme, which is. Um, a little striking, striking in that it is quite different. I will note that uh, 
they've set their business owner name to Jeremy S. and are using a profile picture of Jeremy Stoppelman, Yelp CEO. Uh, there's no way to tell when they made that change, but it's just another little like, eh, eh, screw the review system. Uh, I, I thumb my nose at you. But here, here's, I'm not even going to read this guy's review because it's really long. Let me just read this, this response from 2015. Uh, or no, I'll just, I'll skip ahead to the last paragraph of it. In the year 2015, when so many of us are struggling with life and death situations, it is shocking to me that anyone can call themselves a reviewer and say whatever they feel like about someone's business and livelihood. Not just us, but every other small business trying to make it in a corporate world. Life is too short for nastiness. For tearing people down. <laughs> for meanness. Too short. Maybe you need to really think about the things you put into cyberspace and the impact it has on people you are judging. Uh, and it goes on to say a bit more, but like, like what what changed? So there, this is what a sort of dark changed? villain origin story, isn't it? Yeah, that uh, the, the breaking point must have been reached or the, the fuck it point must have been reached. Because all three of the review responses on Yelp are exactly like that. Um, let me see what's... Bah, 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 bah. They say, as a different review response, as you saying you threw up your lunch, that is just mean and unnecessary. <laughs> oh, okay, but how about... Uh, you should have called back to allow me to impress you rather than post such a petty review. That was the thing. My my whole blog post was like, I'm not going to say this is petty. None of this is petty. <laughs> and then I get to get to their response where they say, you posted a petty review. I'm like, ah, what's going on here? Uh, it should come as no surprise that Gaetanos is online. I went to their website. I said, hey, can we maybe talk about this? It, full disclosure, I was writing the blog as I asked that. I should have contacted them sooner so their response could have been included in the blog but hey we'll do a part two to the blog and maybe a part two to this segment we will as yet to be determined what form that takes whether we send them like a Q&A like like fancy journalists or whatnot uh but I don't know I I, I, I don't know where I where I side on this one it's it's just I want the whole picture I want the full story I guess we'll have to dig deeper I guess this this is uh chapter one Chapter one. Chapter one of question marks. Love a question mark. <laughs> Do you have a, an exclamation point to take us somewhere else? Um, which ones? We're talking about food. Yeah, we are. We're talking about food. Here's some Am an Amazon review for Buio Tony four cheese ravioli refrigerated pasta twenty ounce family size package. Put it in the fridge. Put it in the fridge. It's ravioli. Put it in the water. It's hot. Holy moly. I uh, got a, a review from Mary Connor. Uh, she titles her review, Another Good Buyutini Fresh Pasta. She writes, The closer to the creation date, the better. It's fine all the way up to the BB date, but it's a bit tastier when I make it within a few days of purchase. It's also a bit better when I take it out of the fridge and let it come a bit closer to room temp before putting it in the nearly boiling water. Okay. I set it on the counter when I get the saucepan out and get the water started. And don't boil hard. Just a gentle boiling so they don't fall apart from banging each other. Unfortunately, this ravioli has a number of pieces of, quote, ravioli that are just a flat square of pasta with no filling oh. and no backside. Four stars. <laughs> 
<laughs> Boy, I hate it when, when my rap don't got no trunk. When my <laughs> rap don't have a backside. Even worse, when they just can't stop banging each other. They're, Where's that caboose? I want some peachy <laughs> raviolis. I want I want some thick raviolis. I want the I want the bump going both ways. You know, the bump <laughs> is hardly being contained by either side. Yeah, I want I want some slamma jamming ravs. <laughs> we haven't talked about the review at all yet, but let me ask you what what's your ideal like ravioli shape? I think mine is the classic. Obviously, Chef Boyardee ravioli isn't the ideal ravioli at all. But when correct when it doesn't break apart, that shape is perfect. The uh, the pillow r- pillow, yeah, yeah. I like the pillow. Sure. The round, Sometimes. the big and round is too much. You gotta you gotta cut them in half before you eat oh, them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the shape is a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're triangular. I can get down with that. I don't want the cereal sized ravioli. No. But I do want a bite-sized ravioli. I go for a fried ravioli. Oh, well, now we're talking with the dip. (laughs) Oh, yes. With the dip. Yeah. Yeah, fried ravioli go crazy. Then they can be big. You eat them like a little chip, a little mozzarella stick. Yeah. (laughs) Give me a ravioli the size of a pizza. I guess that's just a a calzone (laughs) at that point. Calzone's just a, a ravioli too big to bite. But uh, what do you think about her very meticulous um, sell-by, buy-by creation date uh, yeah. habits? I mean, I think anything that you get closer to its date of manufacture is probably going to taste better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nada. Um, I guess pasta is – like this is – prepared pasta already you just need to cook maybe the meat and stuff. i don't i'm sure it's, it's just understand. a boil it's it's pre-cooked Pre-cooked you just gotta meat? boil it to life i i would imagine the, yeah the I, I can kind of understand maybe sitting it out but i don't think that's really necessary oh yeah the sitting it's it out in the is fridge w- because it's convenient <laughs> right tear it open and pour it yeah the bringing up to room temperature is that's a lot that's a lot to me for for a product that the whole point is it's convenient. If you're letting it rise like a steak or something, like at that point, how many steps away are you from just making your own pasta just, and filling just your roll own? Roll out, yeah, roll out some fresh dough, cut it, fill it, come crimp on. it. Cr- the crimping is what I'm there for. I'm there with the fork and a smile on my face to crimp them puppies up. <laughs> And then drop, 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 drop. Oh, watch! They're they're bumping. There's a little nightclub in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind when my ravioli bangs either. That's kind of <laughs> another thing I have issue with. I like to see him dance. A, a rolling boil going in the raviolis want to get their bang on. That's just less stirring for me, folks. <laughs> That's a little less standing and looking at some rolling pasta for me. They got, they got it taken care of. That's how I feel. Uh, do you have a review? I do. I've got this one's kind of uncanny. Uh, it's a Google review for a McDonald's. Um, uh, it's in Oregon, Illinois, but of course, so about Western Illinois this is a uh, middle nowhere ish. This is a review from Tamira Toomson. She writes, "I went to have lunch at McDonald's with my husband and our three-year-old son. <laughs> my husband and I were briefly separated." <laughs> <laughs> 
And during that time, he was involved with a woman named Alana Carter, who manages this McDonald's. Upon finding out that she was married, I messaged her husband to let him know about the affair. Because of this, she was very upset. Today, she called the police on my husband for trespassing, while we were just on a simple outing with our son, not being disruptive in any way. To have my son witness his father taken by the police in front of him is traumatic and unnecessary, especially since this was a personal conflict. She completely abused her authority to handle her personal matters, and I will be contacting Human Resources on this issue. One star. Just contact Human Resources. Don't write a review first. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She also happened to leave like the same review on multiple like like she left it <laughs> yeah she left it on a McDonald's in Oregon Wisconsin first oh and then left the same review on, on the one in Oregon Illinois uh she has one other review that is in Elk Grove Village Illinois so i'm assuming she is Illinois based not Wisconsin based she, she made just, an oopsie and she said let me copy paste this in the right <laughs> place copy paste my, that. let me pr- copy and paste my threats properly here i I kind of, this isn't so different from when owners attack on, and whose side do we fall on? I don't know that I fall on Tamira's side, TBH. If you have a problem with someone, you know, harassing you in some way, and they work at a restaurant. Maybe don't. You are, in my eyes, you're killing all your validity and trustworthiness by having to write a review instead of. A review that contains the proper way to solve the problem. A threat of the proper way to solve the problem. If it's really that bad, you should just do the threat. You don't need to yeah. give them a warning first. You're not a, you're not a, <laughs> like a TV villain. <laughs> you don't need to, to monologue a bit. <laughs> I will be contacting human resources. Dramatic pause. One star. Like, there's everything in your power to have avoided this situation. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't go to the place where a person literally is trapped because they are working there. Yeah. Even if you're there and it's fine. I don't know. (laughs) I know this gets said a lot, but shall we put ourselves in the feet of the adulterer here? (laughs) Here comes this woman who, who ratted me out to my husband with her husband who I was getting with and... Right, there. You're just asking for a conflict to be brewing. You're asking for it. I hate to. I hate to accuse anybody of, of asking for anything, but y- you went looking for a bad time. There's some level of instigation when you're putting yourself in the situation near that person who you're so adamantly claiming that you hate to be around. Right? Yeah. There. There are other. McDonald's is not the There's end other McDonald's all. as evident by your mistaken <laughs> accidental post of this review to There's a different a McDonald's. Subway just down the road, Tamira. Come on. Get a cookie at Subway. I was talking shit about Subway the other day, but it made me want some Subway. Uh, yeah, I low-key <laughs> was like, damn, I would love like a what, what's the, the Italian BMT with the honey mm-hmm. mustard? I would love oh. a couple of cookies. I like their big cups. I don't know why I like a Subway large drink. Give me some sun chips, man. Yeah. yeah. You got some sun chips and a Subway large drink? There's nothing the world can do to you. <laughs> Even if, you, you know, the person working there cheated with your husband. They would just, if you ask them for a, a sun chips and a Subway large drink, that's like immunity. That's an armor. <laughs> So that's like getting a little uh, mushroom and Mario. You're 
<laughs> those will those will block one terrible thing from the, of the world <laughs> happening to you that day for sure. Even yeah. even after you imbibe them, even that you're even more powerful. Oh, this remember Sobe water, purple Sobe Sobe water. Oh my god. What is it, cranberry pomegranate or something like that? Yeah, and what was the Fruitopia for <laughs> McDonald's? <laughs> Rest yes. in peace forever. Ugh. Yeah, Fruitopia and the orange, the minute orange minute made. It's really yeah. that was my that was my kids' meal, happy meal uh, companion for sure. <laughs> Nothing more refreshing than a McDonald's high C on I a summer day. Don't want soda fountain hegemony. I want or homogeny. That's the word I'm looking uh, for. Oh, with the, I, the I want three the three sodas on one spigot. Uh, that that's kind of crazy. I just I mean I want options like we used to have. Mm, right, 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 right. Wild cherry Pepsi up there. I want Mr. Pib. And if you put wild cherry Pepsi up there and you just squirt a couple cherry extract flavors in there, oh. get out of my uh-huh. get out of my life, bro. I'm gonna leave a threatening review on several <laughs> of your franchise establishments if you do that to me. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, I think uh I think we've gotten ourselves in enough hot water this yeah. week. Let's get that out of here. Thanks for listening to reviewparty.com. Thanks, y'all. I hope you learned something about reviews. I hope you learned something about yourself. I hope you learned something about ravioli and Italian food in general, I guess. Kind of a kind of a Mamma Mia type episode. Uh we got new Mamma Mia type episodes every Tuesday. That's right, hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. Find them wherever you listen to your podcast and probably a lot of other places too. Uh let me mm-hmm. oh no, I didn't paste the thing I look at so I don't know what I talk about. Uh if you have a funny review to send us like uh no one did this week but sometimes people do send us a uh send us that review a screenshot a hyperlink to it at to reviewparty.com at gmail.com and include your name so we can throw you some credit uh hey my icloud storage is full give me your money (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding you don't have to do that to make me to make my heart full all you need to go is Go on your social medias like Instagram or TikTok and find us at ReviewParty.com or maybe even on Twitter at ReviewPartyPod. If you're not all about that, I understand. Not, not everyone's all about that. Some Somebody's got to be Scotty Pippen. I get it. <laughs> you can't. Uh, but you know what? You know what even Scotty can do is go to ReviewParty.com.com or you can find the aforementioned blog. You can read about Katanos. Uh, <laughs> maybe by the time you're hearing this, there'll be... Gatano's response. Yeah, we're we're gonna figure we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna crack that nut. <laughs> yeah, bust that nut. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of other stuff on on the website. Episodes, listening platforms, shop. Blue, blue. It's a good time. You know, you know what I good about this podcast? I think I don't think we're. It's not one of us is Michael Jordan. One of us is Scottie Pippen. I think we're both Dennis Rodman. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was going to say we're both Scottie Pippen, but saying summoning the image of Dennis Rodman is just automatically funnier than any joke yeah, you could make is. about a relationship dynamic sports metaphor. <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy guy. I was playing, um, it's like NBA Jam, but it was like for N64. It's NBA Hang Time. And the, okay. 
the it was the year the Bulls won without Michael Jordan. And uh, yeah, that team's banned, and you know, house rules. No, no putting Rodman on the court, which sucks because <laughs> you can change and you. All the other teams, you can just change which two players you have representing you. You can change mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman's hair color in that. Oh, yeah. It can be like green or pink or red. It's oh, but you can't play as him because you automatically win because they're busted in that game. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, no who else is busted nosebleeds because you know they their nose it's busted it's bleeding all over it's bleeding sweet sweet music in your ears uh they did our theme song you've heard it throughout the episode it's called bread for breakfast it's really good you can hear more really good jams by them uh spotify is one place to do it just look up nosebleeds it's one word matt what are we gonna do do you have a finisher Uh, should i finish i have a review to finish this out yeah let's go yeah Grab your grab hold of your your life because this doesn't happen very often, <laughs> listeners. I've got a Google review uh, that I think is much like that McDonald's review where it took a turn and went to places unexpected. Uh, I think this is going to go to places we don't expect. This is a Google review for the Home Depot, and it's coming to us straight from Lynn Dupin. Uh, Lynn writes, <clears throat> "Always a good visit." Be glad when they start selling dramatic pause. The hot dogs again, five stars. <laughs> Is that true? Did you look at other Home Depot dogs? Did that exist? <laughs> I didn't know there were Depot dogs. No. I'm I I'm afraid of the Depot dogs, dude. I know they probably sell grills, but uh I don't want them. I, I don't, don't want them. I don't know where they're getting those dogs. Except if they came from some sort of depot. Or a home. (laughs) Either way, I'm afraid and have a lot of questions. 